This episode contains explicit content, so listener discretion advised. Hi, everyone. It's Emily Nagoski, your guest host for the week. Welcome to Radio Headspace and to Thursday. I'm a sex educator and researcher, and as you know, this week is all about sex. So today, we're discussing, drumroll, orgasms. Everyone wants one, but almost none of us understand them. Today, I'm going to explain the role of orgasms in our lives and how to have more of them if that's what you want to do. Science has been wrong about orgasm in every way that it is possible to be wrong. Around the 1970s, this idea that women's orgasm is not selected for by evolution, it doesn't have a reproductive function particularly, turned into the idea that women's orgasms aren't important, as if we could measure the importance of a phenomenon by its relevance to reproduction. Even if we could accept that, like, orgasm doesn't have a reproductive role, that does not mean that it is not important or does not matter. If you want it and you like it, that matters. That's what's important. When people are struggling with orgasm, there's two directions they can go. They can't have them or it takes too long. Or on the other side, they're happening too fast. Premature ejaculation, of course, is this side of the coin. They would like to have more control over their orgasms. And there are evidence-based strategies. The primary one is called the stop-start technique, which was developed for people with penises to control ejaculation. But it can absolutely be used for people with vulvas who are interested in having control over their speed of traversing their erotic landscape. And it's very simple. You begin stimulation. You get pretty close to orgasm, and then you stop stimulation and allow your arousal to back down. And then you approach orgasm again, and then you back back down. And then you approach orgasm, and you back back down. And this gives you practice getting close and pulling back so that you have that control. When people struggle to have orgasm because they feel like it's taking too long or because they don't have orgasm. First of all, it's extremely common. The research is almost exclusively on cisgender women, so I'm basically talking about cisgender women here. Approximately 12% of cisgender women under the age of 28 have not yet had an orgasm to their knowledge. Also, I have been persuaded by the research that anyone who's interested enough in sex to want to have an orgasm can have one, given the right context. When people struggle with orgasm, it's very often because there's a whole bunch of noise in their head. Especially if you've been like trying really hard to have an orgasm, you really want to have an orgasm, and you get to a high level of arousal, and then your brain starts going, oh, am I having an orgasm right now? Oh no, am I doing it wrong? Am I ever going to have an orgasm? What does it say about me as a person if I never have an orgasm? So one of the keys to learning to have an orgasm when you struggle with it is to notice all that noise in your head and just put it on a shelf somewhere else and return your attention to the pleasurable sensations that are happening in your body. And then the chatter will come back and you're just, hello, chatter. You just notice it and you put it on a shelf and you return your attention to the pleasurable sensations happening in your body. 
In terms of using communication with your partner, because sex can be difficult to talk about, by which I mean it can often feel like our entire identities are tied to criticism around our sexual performance, it is helpful to talk to your partner like they are already a superhero. We don't want them to feel criticized, but we do want to get what we want. So talk to your partner about the things they are already doing right. I love the way you do this. You know when I make that noise, what it means is that you are doing things that are blowing my mind. And then you say, I'd like to try something. Would it be okay with you if we... I wonder how about when I make that sound, that means don't stop keep going. Improving their understanding of how to participate in the co-creation of your orgasm. That's all for today. You can learn more about orgasms in chapter 8 of my book, Come As You Are. Tomorrow is my last day hosting Radio Headspace, and I'm going to end the week by discussing the science of relationships and some tips on how to make them thrive. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you then.